Hello, hello, it's Nechama Siderson here. We're on Parshas Vayishlach. Before I launch into the story, I have to say that being that these videos are supposed to be kept short, I will not have time to talk about the whole story. And so I strongly encourage you women to open up an English Chumash and just read through the story. We only have a couple more Parshios left in the Sefer of Voracious. And there's so much to be gleaned from each Parsha, aside from the fact that it's actually fascinating. You can glance that at Rashi, what he says, just in English. Really, really strongly recommend that. Anyway, back to our story. We're on Yaakov Avinu. He just spent many years in Haran at his wicked uncle Lavan's house, building his family, giving his wife's wives gave birth to the Shvatim, and now he's on his way back home. And Yaakov sends a messenger, messenger to his brother Esav to say, hey, I'm coming back. He knows that Esav, you know, might still want to kill him. And the message that he, in fact, gets back is that Esav is coming with 400 men. And Yaakov just is terrified because he realizes, wow, Esav has been holding on to this grudge for all these years and he still could come kill me and my entire family. So Yaakov goes and prepares in three ways. One, he divides his family into two camps so that if Esav come, comes and battles one of them to the death, at least the other one can escape and, can, and ensure the continuity of his family. Interestingly, parenthetically, Ramban comments on this, that this is indicative of the way that Kalei Yisrael has survived throughout the ages. Whenever we are being persecuted in one country, some other country was being benevolent to the other group of Jews. So we weren't always being persecuted in the whole world at large. We, there was always a chance for us to survive. Just a side point. The second way that Yaakov prepares for Esav's um, coming is with prayer. He davens Hashem. And the third way is he sends tributes, tons of gifts, tons of animals. He had become very wealthy, and now he sends gifts over to, um, to Esav. Rest of the story, read inside. Now, what I'm going to say now is totally not anything profound or new or earth-shattering. It's not a... It's not... It's really, really not. It's something you all know, but it's something that I need chizokin, so I'm just sharing my thoughts with you. You know, there have been times in my life, many times, where something was going wrong, I needed help, I needed a Yeshua, a salvation, and I found myself going through all these great lengths to help myself in whatever, it, whatever the situation was, and all of a sudden, realizing, do you know what? I haven't davened about this. I once heard a great quote. It said, have you davened about this as much as we talked about it? Sometimes we talk and talk and talk and talk about something that's going wrong in our lives that we need help with. And do we turn that talk upward? Do we daven to Hashem and say, hey, I need help. And when we do this, it shows Hashem that we know that he's the one who can fix it. And that is what forges a connection with Hashem. This is what we see from Yaakov Avinu. When he had to prepare for his encounter with Esav, he didn't just, you know, prepare for war and send, send bribery. He also davened. Now, true, he did not only daven, and he, even though he was a man of tremendous amuna and faith, he didn't only daven, he also acted in the other two ways. But just as important was the tefillah component. If any of you have ever read the book um, Amuna with Chicken Soup about Rebson Heni Machlis, you'll know what I'm talking about when I say that Rebson Heni would just sit down and say, 
okay, I'll just sit here and wait and say to him while Hashem figures it out for me because I know he can figure it out. She, if you, I really, I, I recommend that book. Um, uh, definitely somebody who lived in this day and age who's relatable and really, really lived with this on the forefront of our mind. But if we want, yes, it's true, we need to make shidduch calls and, you know, maybe even meet with shadchan and matchmakers. It's true, we need to read, you know, sleep training books and parenting books. And it's true that we need to follow the recipes when we're baking our challah or our cakes and so on and so forth. But we also need to be asking Hashem to make our challah come out going backwards and asking Hashem to help our child. Please sleep through the night. Please help the child be able to be potty trained. Please Hashem, find myself or my child or my friend a shidduch. Of course, of course we need to do what we need to do, but we have to turn it upward. And that is that forges a connection with Hashem when we regularly make him part of our part and parcel of what we're going through and say, we know that this is only going to be solved from you helping us. Hope that this gave you some chizuk. I know that this is something that I need chizuk in always. And this is a lifelong journey, of course. Have a wonderful Shabbos and thanks for listening.